This is the Two Random Dudes Podcast. Dude. I'm a fake gay. Do you have sex with the shirt on too? What <laughs> Welcome to the Two Random Dudes Podcast. That's right. We are on episode 28. We have a special guest today. Super fan. Yeah. Our, our friend Greg. Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Yo. So he's all the way from Florida. Florida, right? Yeah. yeah I went to a high school with him and he really enjoys the podcast. So we said, hey, you know what? We'll get him on. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. we're going to get a few good perspectives and. We can talk about a couple of different topics. And, you know, if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. Just tweet me. Take call me, Gio. You, uh, What's your Twitter handle? Uh, I, was, I gotta make sure. I think it's Tackleberry343, if I remember. What is your most active social media? Are you more like Facebook, IG, IG. Yeah. Snapchat, Instagram, IG, the gram? Or Insta, which one do you use? Yeah, probably. Uh, I say Instagram. That's, That's right. uh, medium speed, some drag, all one word. Wait, are you single too? I am single now. Yeah. Okay, so Very all good. the hot chicks that are listening, <laughs> no, I'm hit up Greg. He's available. What part of Florida are you in? Uh, right now, Orlando. Orlando, nice. So you yeah. probably get a ton of like tours that right yeah i mean the city of orlando is kind of like about 20 minutes half an hour from like all the disney and universal and all that so i mean they usually stay that way i, I you know orlando itself is actually a pretty cool city believe it or not oh, I love orlando. Yeah. yeah i really I, I love florida i mean shit if it wasn't for like the fact that we have so many friends and family here i would probably figure out to Get down there, and it would probably be the Orlando area, yeah, because Orlando, Boca, um, around that area. Well, Boca is kind of far, but but what I'm saying is, like, sure, those parts of Florida are really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, certain parts of it are not as mainstream as others, and not to mention, all of it is within a decent drive to uh, Disney, which I would imagine you probably don't even go once a year, (laughs) not anymore. I used to have a pass and I used to go all the time. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't go anymore because it's just so expensive. Because even when you have a pass, you're still dropping 200 bucks a day, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we just jump right into it. Why don't we like take it slow, start from the beginning. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us I can't recap. No, I'm just kidding. Give 30, 30 seconds. 30 elevator second. pitch about yeah, who tell, you are, who why you you're are. single. <laughs> the, the first thing he wants to know is about single sex life. He doesn't even like no. tell you know. He's okay. the one that said he was single. Well, you asked him. <laughs> yeah, but he said it. He's just, he's just so used to asking guys if they're single. Yes, pretty the much. Thing. Tell me about pretty your sex much. life. What's your favorite position? And then and then I get you to talk about your shirt. Really, I just wanted you to take it off. Yeah. Kind of gave me the crotch. So. Okay, tell tell <laughs> us right, tell us your story. Tell us about you. Well, um, I moved here. And that's all the time we have, guys. We'll see you next week. And No, just go ahead. No, I mean, I moved here to Florida a long time ago, uh, probably like 13, eh, 13, 14 years ago now, actually. Uh, I moved here for a girl I'm not with anymore, obviously. Um, shortly after getting here, I became a cop. Uh, I worked for the Coe Police Department for uh, 10 years. And then, uh, then I worked for, after that, at Bavard County Sheriff's Office. Um, and, uh, I did, uh, I did two and a half years of undercover narcotics. Uh, I did like, uh, under two years of SWAT. That was pretty fun. What, what uh, the craziest shit you've seen? That's it. That's, he's basically cutting you off. You can't yeah. talk to yourself anymore. <laughs> no, no, but I don't want to skip this part. So the crazy, man. It's like, it's such a hard question. People ask that. I mean, cause I mean, you see some, some messed up stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, when I was undercover, I mean, we saw some pretty crazy stuff, especially with the we did, when we did the prostitution details. There were some uh, some colorful characters, you know. Um, I mean, it's crazy, but sad when we saw like it was like a 
15 year old girl walk in, you know, she's saying she's like, yeah, exactly. She's saying she was 18 and we walk you know, trying to get her to, you know, and then all of a sudden I was like, that's somebody call somebody. This is a child. Somebody please call somebody like crap. And uh, yeah, she was actually, um, she was being trafficked from, uh, her, she was from Atlanta, Georgia. So I'd say that's the craziest that, you know, I mean, other than like, you know, car wrecks and all that kind of stuff and people shot. I mean, when that's you, not really crazy. Trafficked, what is that? I mean, obviously know what it means, but I, I think it means like some kids from some third world countries that don't no. have money and they get yeah. stolen and then Georgia. come here and then, you know, they. Well, that's the thing. It's very prevalent here. People don't even realize it because what they'll do to a lot of these girls, uh, especially in in Orlando, they'll take people who are on vacation, um, like young people, and they'll, you know, snatch them up. The parents will either say they're missing or whatever, or just, you know, they don't care enough about them. They'll um, they'll kind of gain their trust and all that stuff and act like they're going to be their best friend or, you know, they're going to be their lover or whatever. And uh, they'll either get them hooked on drugs right away or they'll basically take them to a place where they don't know where they are. They have no money. They have no way to get back. They make them have sex with strangers or whatever. And then they'll, then they'll make them feel bad about doing that. And they'll say like, oh, they don't want you now because you're a whore. And now they're too afraid to go anywhere. And they said, well, if you leave, I'll kill you and your whole family. And it's it's crazy. I mean, it's it's so prevalent. I mean, people don't need to realize it. And that's what um, that's what a lot of people they say. Oh, prostitution's a victimless crime. It's not because it's like forty percent of them are not there on their own free will. You know, so so you know. if they are on their free will, then you're okay with, it and you let them go. No, I mean, we still take them to jail and everything like that. Well, it's not legal <laughs> in this country, yeah. anyways. It's not legal. Well, I mean, certain places there is like uh, like was it. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, even I think it's Reno. Yeah, Reno's. Yeah, yeah, the Bunny Ranch is that what it's called? Bunny Ranch. How yeah, often do you shoot at people or get shot at? Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not that often. I mean, I've only I've gotten shot once, and that was two thousand nine. Uh, One time. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Well, how'd you I, get shot? Uh, bad guy. Like basically, uh, long story short, you know, I, I was on another call, a completely benign call. It was like a parking complaint or something. And uh, then I heard some gunshots. I wasn't sure if they were gunshots or fireworks. Uh, I went to investigate, looked, and I saw some kid running. He ran behind a building. I ran after him. As soon as I turned the corner, he started shooting at me. Um, and he was a kid? Yeah, he was eight, 17 years old. Yeah, so, um, and, uh, yeah, he <laughs> shot me under the under heel, uh, under the ankle, out the bottom of my heel. His aim was that bad. Yeah, I think that was probably that's that's usually what bad guys. That's their first shot. They just go bing, bing, bing. They kind of zipper you. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. Thank God, bad guys can't shoot. So, <laughs> so yeah, I chased them down and called them and all kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I got awards for that kind of stuff. But uh, I mean that that day. But um, yeah, I just thank God I was alive. You know, thank God he can't shoot. So, but right, yeah, so I mean, you, you said you got shot in the heel, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, what was the extent of the injury? Uh, I didn't actually know for half an hour. It was basically, it was a little 380 round. So it basically, and it wasn't like a hollow point. So it just kind of zipped on through. And it, actually, I didn't even know a shot because it actually, where it went in my boot, I couldn't tell. It was like right where the, the webbing meet the, the leather. And then it went out the bottoms, which the rubber flapped back over. So when I was looking at my boot, I was like, Man, my heel hurts, but I don't know what that is. I thought I chipped a bone or something like that, you know. And then all of a sudden, the, you know, and my sergeant's like, "Hey, go check, get checked out by the EMS," and they checked me out. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm shot in the foot!" <laughs> so, yeah. Was there blood? No, no. It just it was just so through and through that it was just like I mean it was like a little tiny bit, but like I guess it was so hot it just cauterized itself as it went through. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I hurt like a son of a bitch after, but you know, but um, yeah, I didn't even know for like a half an hour because my adrenaline was so high, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminds me of when I uh, fell um, off that electric skateboard, mm -hmm. and I really messed up my shoulder. The funny thing was, I didn't realize that my shoulder was that bad. I actually got up. I was, all I thought about was actually I thought about the condition of my laptop and my drone and my camera because they were all in my book bag. I was like, hope everything's all right. And then I get up. 
And then I go to like feel my the extent of my injury. Mm. And I'm like, wait a second. And even right now, it still doesn't feel quote unquote normal. But um, once your adrenaline is in you and it, you, you get that little high, you're just like, hey, it doesn't even matter. I could probably get punched in the face of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, yeah, if your adrenaline's high enough. But yeah, human body is crazy. Because I even like, everybody thought like, everybody was asking if my ears were ringing because I, you know, I was shooting back at the guy. And uh, I didn't hear, I mean, I, my ears weren't ringing did, at all because did, auditory exclusion. Did you kill him? No. Um, he actually, he actually smashed himself through a plate glass door, like a, like a, pa a patio door. And he was cut up so bad. They weren't even sure if he was, if I actually hit him or not. Um, uh, so it was like, they were like, well, we could do ballistics test. And I was like, please don't do that. Don't waste taxpayer money. I don't care. <laughs> I was so like, we have a, I'm alive. He's alive. He was in prison. I don't care. Fine. We've got so, a live chat coming in. <laughs> Someone criticizing Jin. How do you compare getting shot to falling off of a, a skateboard? So it's totally pretty close. I'll explain it. Okay, I'll explain it. About adrenaline. That's all it was. But I will say, him, like you said, Greg was like, oh, I didn't even realize it. Well, yeah, same thing. I didn't realize that. And my shoulder was practically broken. The bone was like sticking out and everything. As a matter yeah. of fact, you can probably still see it. It's still just like right there sticking out. So yeah, yeah. One time, like a guy bumped into me when he's walking past. It was really hard though. But it's probably like how was your adrenaline though? Adrenaline was like woo. He bumped into he me. me. Oh yeah. So you were talking like Macho Man? <laughs> Ooh, snap it to a Slim Jim. <laughs> and that's what we do on this podcast. Yeah, totally. As you can see, we both got haircuts today. We're trying to like match each My other. My new haircut. We prepared for you. We want to impress you. We're doing our, our dance, uh, it, our mating call. <clears throat> That's not the main call. But it, so it was funny. I went to Gio's barber today, right? Just like, yeah, let me give it a shot, right? So I go to him. I'm like, yo, listen, I want a new hairstyle. I'm like, I'm at a new barber. Why not just take a chance on a new hairstyle? Because he's probably not going to know how to cut my hair anyways. And he says to me, uh, no, you look good. <laughs> I'm like, come on, give me something different. I'm like, bro, give me something, you know, mohawk, shave this side, do something like that. Uh, you're looking good. You're looking good. Was he Italian? <laughs> He's Dominican. My accent, whether it be Italian, English, Chinese, they're all about the same. <laughs> it's like an Asian Italian there. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> What's the next oh. topic? So, I, I know that, <laughs> I mean, what, well, why don't we start with, do you have any comments? I know you, you listen. Well, what do you think? Is there something that you want to talk about? Is there something you want to comment on? You want to give us feedback? I know you love Trump and Jim doesn't. Who <laughs> says I didn't? He's a freaking stable genius. Are you kidding me? Nah. One pound away from being obese, but yet he's fit to be our president. So why would I? Wow. Ah. I don't really care. I mean, look at Chris. People voted for Chris Christie. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so many people are happy. Archer. And did you see the way that Murphy people stepped into office? Happy with he was anybody. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, thanks, man. There's always going to be somebody hating them. So that, no, I mean, it's not about, oh, look at how many people hate them. Like, it, there's always people hating. Okay, listen, I'm not hating on Trump. <laughs> I, I do support some of his ideology, right? Overwhelming amount of people that really dislike him. I'm talking about from media to like my friends, family, probably to your friends and family. As a matter of fact, publicize that you're a Trump supporter, you would get a lot more hatred for that. Exactly. Which is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, again, I'm not trying to be political. I try not to be political. Well, of course, I don't agree with everything he says in that. You know, I wish somebody would steal his cell phone so he, or delete his Twitter account. He drives me freaking crazy. You know, but, do you follow um, his Twitter? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's entertaining, but, um, you know, I mean, I, if you look on the other side of it, I like that, you know, because, you know, it's one thing Obama said he was a man of the people and all that kind of stuff. Yet we hardly ever heard from the guy unless it was to criticize somebody. Now we have a guy actually giving his actual, you know exactly what's on Trump's mind. So if you look at it from a positive standpoint, you know what you're getting. 
there's no he's very transparent um that's one thing i do like about him because you already kind of know what you're getting you you know where he's coming from i mean he does some not, not really happy stuff. not really because if you ask him for a certain like stance or a certain opinion mm-hmm. the trump answer is we'll we'll have we'll see about that or something is that what he says usually he says something like well that's president or something like that he's very vague with the way he answers the media yeah Yeah, i mean but i mean the thing is the economy is better than it's been and i can't even tell you how long um and that scares the shit out of me you know what scares the shit out of me the fact that he's fat no i'm kidding no (laughs) it scares the shit out of me that um it like we, we weren't we were like, oh, I don't know about 24,000, 24,000 hit 25,000. No way. Now we just touched 26,000. We're like, holy shit. It doesn't do matter if it was the other way or if it was stable, you'd be saying something like, Oh, you know, it hasn't moved. What the hell? So you're you, not only you, but everybody's always going to find something to say. And of course, and in the, in the chat, we want to hear about Jin's life. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 We have a special guest on. I hear about my well, life I when there's a special guest. I, I agree. I think we, we always talk about everybody else and not about you as much. And then the second comment uh, was, I want to know it reason for not liking Trump, not because he's fat. What's, what's like the legit reason? So like for one – the way he is with with the way that he communicates bit of a concern right from okay so i'm not sure if he used that word right was it shithole countries or whatever it was you got to be a little bit alarmed when you have our president using profanity and to like call out a certain in that manner Oh yeah, so, I agree on that. Would you say that, that I don't, it's I don't not, think he should say that. You, I don't think should, I don't think he should say that. But it was in a it was in a closed door meeting to other you know politicians or whatever the senators or whatever. And also the two there was two senators that came out and said that he said it, and they both since retracted and said, well, maybe he didn't say shithole. He said so. In other words, he didn't really say it. You know. Yes, he shouldn't have said it. Whatever, even if it was close, he shouldn't still talk about other countries like that because, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of great people that come from him. But I get what he was saying. See, the thing is, what he was saying is, uh, why are we only getting people from, you know, shit all countries? Yeah, exactly, Haiti and all that kind of stuff. Like, we can say because we're country. average citizens. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're trying to grow our country. All these other countries, Haiti and whatever, even. All these devastating things that happen, whether it's a volcano or a tornado or a hurricane, and they're not able to live there, and we take them into the country. Right. And that after two years, 20 years, whatever it is, that they finally go away. It's like, okay, time to move back to your country. Why don't they want it? Because they have a life here? Is it because it's better here? Well, of course. Uh, dreamers? And now we're talking about dreamers? That no. That thing? DACA? Yeah. No. I mean, even after that, there was some countries like haiti and should stuff, we really be talking about trump when we have a special guest and he's probably got a lot yeah more no to, <laughs> to talk about trump and and our listeners want to talk about it do you guys it's fine yeah i mean it's, it's, uh, it's, no, it's, what do you want to talk about well it's i mean if you one thing i do love about trump to go back to law enforcement is he's oh, wait, the, wait wait what'd you say Greg? i mean he <laughs> supports law enforcement so much and, and even the military too I mean, it's it's a refreshing thing. It, you know, I mean, literally, I was pacing back and forth, worried that Hillary Clinton was going to become president, and she is like, she hates law enforcement. I mean, she treated Secret Service like garbage. She treated them like dogs. You know, she was ready to cut every single piece of funding we have for any law enforcement, any government funding. Are you still there? If you can hear oh. us. Oh, you're coming back in. Oh yeah, there you go. Can you hear me now? All right, so I guess it was the internet or something. But, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's refreshing to have somebody support you because we went through eight years of somebody who constantly criticized. And, I mean, he turned everybody, uh, you know, Obama, he turned everybody against us. I mean, can you remember a time where people hated cops more or, or, or you know, it, there was more racially divided, you know, society? I mean, I, Obama, you remember with the Rutgers, the Rutgers cop, 
so what was it, six months into his presidency, he called that sergeant stupid. Uh, excuse me, if I was that cop showing up to a house where there's like a burglary alarm, the guy's feet are dangling out the window, yeah, I'm going to ask for his ID, you know? I, you know, it's it's not a crazy thing. And then, you know, so but now we have somebody who's going out of his way to shake hands and, and treat us with respect. And it's very refreshing. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's always was a thing on on um, social media that I would see, especially on Greg's page. You know, a lot of the stuff when it was coming up, you would always be like having to argue you right the cop side and it's like are there stupid cops yes are there bad cops yes you know that happens anywhere whether you buy a product are you gonna have the faulty faulty products you have to return yes or lemons that you buy yes so that's gonna happen anywhere and people like don't realize that they automatically think like that they're superhuman and they should be set to times mistakes happen but in the heat of a moment you have to make a judgment like as a cop you know, go out and put yourself in front of this danger and then make these split under a ton of pressure that people don't understand. Like you throw these people in the situation, you'll see them crack. So I used to see these posts all the time and people agree with you. Sometimes people are like, you know, fighting with you. And I'm like, Greg, you know, I know where you're coming from, but it's sometimes that you can't argue with stupid. Oh, you know, it's, it's terrible. I've, I've pretty much given up on that. I just end up ignoring half of it. I, a lot of times, I'll even, uh, maybe I'll share an article and I won't even comment on it because it's just it's just not even worth the argument. It's just serious. The thing is, you of all people, it's going to be difficult for you to comment, especially since you're so one-sided on certain issues. I'm trying to be very vague here. The fact that you're a cop, mm -hmm. you're white, and you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> Those variables. Why does it always have to be the Trump supporter? Well, see, no, no, the, I mean, like, the, the, there's a difference because even like, like, see, the, there's the people who hate Trump. They even when he does something good, they still can't even they, they can't even compute in their head. When Obama yeah. did something good, if you go like you look at my social media page, I've shared things that Obama did good, and I was like, hey man, thank you, you know, thank you for doing this. And if I saw Obama, as much as I disliked the way he was, I would still respect him. I wouldn't hold up a sign that said, right. those people holding up signs rape Melania. Like, right. I mean, come on. I, I, I agree with you this, on that. This I is like the Android-Apple debate that I always go through. It's the same thing. It's like you're not app, you're not arguing apples and oranges. It's crazy. No. A comment, blue lives matter. We love you, Greg. Oh, we appreciate that. You got some support. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's so, so, it's so nice speaking of the uh, movement, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not going through the whole entire Black Lives Matter. Let's get away from politics and talk about something that really matters. Oh God, what's your sex life like, Greg? <laughs> right now, it's non-existent. <laughs> I was going to talk about my necklace. No, 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 no. I'm being. See, this is exactly where this comment comes from. Jin dodges all the questions. It's Dodge like dodging questions. Talk about Trump. No, we talked okay. about Trump. Okay. I want to talk talking about? about my necklace. Necklace. Okay. This is a mala yogi thing, yoga thing. And it's it's been like pretty special to me. <laughs> There's a funny story. I think I even told about it on the podcast. But you got it fixed, this. I got it fixed. That's the point. Legit or no, legit. I got a hold of the lady that sold it, and she said she was gonna restring it and everything costs. <laughs> No, you told me. I know. No, it was more because I had to pay for, I had to ship and then I had to pay her to ship back. And then there were taxes and then processing fee. I'm like, really? She was better off buying a new one, to be honest. But what's the, I'm sure there's a saying here. What is it? Like something instead of buying a new one, I throw it away or whatever. There's some like smart saying there. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, fixing something, if it's got sentimental value, it's sometimes it's worth the money, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I love it because of the way it looks, um, but I do feel like there's been certain moments that have been attached to this necklace. So I'm hoping that uh, this will just kind of continue to do its thing, you know? Yeah, sounds good. Come on, Jin. We want to hear what's in your head. Your head. 
What are you talking about, Maria? It's not even your real name, is it, Maria? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, is it? It's not yeah. Katrina? Well, that's it's like- It's Maria Katrina? Yeah, they're all named Maria. She has a lot of siblings. Oh, they're all named Maria, so- Oi. But go ahead, Katrina, I mean Maria, whatever you like to be called. A ask, ask Jin, we'll answer it. Yeah, I don't like we... how this is like, I'm not the special guest, Greg is. <laughs> what the hell hey, are you asking about I me? bet you Greg has no problem. What do you want to hear about, Greg? Greg? what do you want to hear about? What do you want to talk about? What do I want to hear about? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> well, I mean, if, uh, you know, you don't mind me just talking about a charity real quick. Is that okay? Sure. Are you going to plug something? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, Go let's ahead. plug away. All right, well, my hat is for the Wounded Officers Initiative. Um, a lot of people, you know, they say, hey, you know, when a cop gets killed and all that kind of stuff, you know, people are sad about it and they'll share it and all that kind of stuff. And there's, um, you know, things for that. But a lot of people forget about the cops who are injured, either, you know, critically or whatever. Because a lot of times when you see it in the news, you know, they'll say non-life-threatening injuries. Yeah, that's great. He might have lost both legs. You know, now he can't work. He can't do anything. And, um, you know, that happens. Quite often. Isn't, What's that? Isn't there a pension or some type of system that's set up um, for the police that get hurt? Now that they just passed some legislation, um, thank God, actually, the Wounded Officers Initiative helped put it through um, to help that. But a lot of times, departments will say, um, say like you get hit by a car or something like that while you're while you're doing a traffic stop. They'll say, well, you weren't wearing your traffic vest, so we're not covering you. That's against our policy, and you're on. What? Yeah, they do it quite often. And they'll leave them high and dry, and now these guys can't work. And they get either hooked on, you know, pain pills or whatever. And, you know, it's just it's just a mess. I mean, some of these guys, their whole lives are just ruined uh, protecting citizens, you know. So um, it's a great charity. Um, you know, it's worth – because even um, – they're actually on, like, uh, the Amazon Smile and stuff like that. So, you know, look them up. It's, that's the one, it's, that's it's, the one you had on Facebook. Facebook, because I know um, yeah. Nikki and I saw it, and we same one, or is this a different yeah, one? My, yeah, my birthday. Yeah, it's in lieu of a gift, I said contribute to this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they yeah. even just started a um, a hotline for um, it's called the uh, Blue Line Support Group for. I know you guys were talking about suicide uh, on one of the last podcasts. I don't know which was the last one or the one before. Oh, this guy's listening. He's on point. Yeah. And uh, but it's for um, <clears throat> first responders who are going through a rough time because a lot of times they're afraid to go to the departments because just like in the military, if they if you go in there and you say, hey, I'm thinking I have suicidal thoughts, they're gonna be like, well, this guy can't do the job anymore. They take your badge, they take your gun, and now you can't exactly. do anything. And now you're you're you know typecasted or blacklisted. Now they're like, oh, this guy's a risk, and they'll find a way to fire you. And um, so this way they can talk to another cop who understands what's going on and hopefully talk them through it. If, if they're like, no, I'm going to, as soon as I leave here, I'm going to blow my head off. Then we, we take them, we, we have uh, uh, certified health professionals that can help them. Um, but if they're like, Hey, I'm beating my wife or something like that. I no, we're going to call the cops and we're going to have them deal with it accordingly. But um, for something like, you know, like I said, suicide or just depression or whatever, or, you know, it's like me. I mean, I got blacklisted because, uh, long story short, I turned in a dirty cop, my, my one of my last departments. And uh, I was having a rough time. <clears throat> you turned in, you cut out a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. you turned in a dirty cop. Yeah. What, 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 um, like what he yeah, was over my Yeah, basically, uh, when I was narcotics, I got um, information from two separate sources that, uh, one of the administration members, um, I'm not going to say that his rank, but um, was doing some major, major crimes. And Is he uh, still they, working, that guy? Or? No, he magically retires. Yeah. No, they let him retire. Um, but with, they, with um, like, benefits? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got full retirement. Yeah. And they put me through an a investigation, all this kind of stuff, and tried to make it like I made the whole thing up. And uh, that's why, you know, when I say um, a lot of people talk about dirty cops and like I, I tell people, I'm like, good cops hate dirty cops more than the average citizen. I can tell you that right now. 
because they make us all look bad. That old uh, old school stuff in the 70s and 80s where, you know, like, hey, don't tell on your brother kind of stuff. No, that I can't say it doesn't exist anymore, but it's not as prevalent as people think. I mean, that's like a half of a percent of the cops. You know, 99.9% of them are out doing the right thing, doing a good job. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll turn each other in if, if it's, you know, a bad enough crime. Now, if you're late for work or, you know, you're whatever they find you sleeping somewhere or something like that they'll wake you up they're not going to turn you in for that unless they're a douche but um but no it's yeah, um what's that you cut out for a second yeah no i i get you it's it's different back in the day it was like that but you know like we Time's said in the changing. beginning it, there's always Thank bad God. out there yeah and that's when um people always ask me about um the body cameras now I'm for body cameras as long as I wish there was a separate entity that would take that information and hold it somewhere and not let administration the cops be in control of it. Yeah. Because now I got what they want. Well, not even that. Like now my old apartment, my buddy was telling me that um, the deputy chief sits at her desk all day long, watches the body camera footage and checks policy. I mean, can you imagine if if your boss literally wa walked around with you every second of your day, and <laughs> and looked over your shoulder, and, you know? Even when you're going to the bathroom. Yeah, maybe if you were on like a probation or something, that would make sense. But not for everybody every day. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, if it's if you got a complaint or something like that, or yeah, if you, if there was something like fishy or something like that, then yeah, you go and pull it and stuff like that. But. To, to go through every single traffic stop, every time you talk to somebody, every single time, it's that's ridiculous. You know, we're human beings, and until we can get robots to do the job, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have you know you occasionally you let a curse word fly or something like that, or you know you you tell somebody, you know, dude, I'm not gonna have you know? if you curse in front of the wrong person, like a civilian or something like that, you're gonna hear from it. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say there's some 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 things that so something in the news like speaking about being people being so or politically correct right there was this ad oh I think it was in South Africa <coughs> um it was like something uh, monkey yeah yeah so a black kid was wearing a shirt oh, God, monkey in the jungle. Yeah, God. Did you hear about that one? Yeah, that was a that. So it blew up. There was protest in front of the store. It's still going on. They were knocking down racks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They shut down the store, and they were talking. You know, this uh, protest uh, group were saying this is not the first step. It's going to get worse, and it's like you know, it wasn't even you know, maybe it was a mistake. Obviously, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't meant to. Escalated and there's like actual, you know, going on. It's just crazy. Exactly. It's, you you say really it's hurt the them? wrong person. Yeah, who do they hurt? Because now all those employees that are making freaking nine, ten bucks an hour, now they can't work. They got to go home. They're not yeah. getting paid. Maybe they even got injured or they have to clean it up. And the corporate company, oh, maybe they lose anything? a couple thousand. The marketing team, it's just. Well, it's hurt their image and their brand. So as a whole, the company is. Or did it maybe bring them into the news and give them free publicity? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah but it's, it's negative not, publicity. It's not their, it's not, yeah, but negative is like, what is, hey, no news could be good news because it's like, it's not that they were trying to be racist. They had other kids with different sayings and different shirts on, and it was all a jungle theme with animals. and. Uh, but But you know what, though? You can see how that could be. A negative manner. As a matter of fact, I you, remember you could see how anything we, could be hold on, hold on. perceived in a negative manner. No, not anything. Well, no, you're drinking are you a blue cup. You're drinking out of a blue cup. How's <laughs> that? What are you? Uh, you're blue. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no. Hold on. Turn anything Okay. <laughs> Do you remember when Jeremy Lin was like really good, bad for like a, and there was a reporter that wrote a chink in the armor, which is a saying. A yeah. Kink. A kink in the armor. No, it's a chink. 
Chink, I thought. Chink. No, it's actually. Chink or chink? Chink is the a Chinese. No, the saying is that a chink in the armor. I thought it was kink. Yeah, but let's look it up. Look up chink in the armor. I think actual. It's a saying. A Greg was and a chink is um is the like a like a like an actual like a what do you call it a chain. Okay, like let's let's type it. So, uh, Jill for once is gonna get in the. Can you see my screen, Greg? No. Yeah. Remember, right I'm up. not saying that a chink in the armor isn't a part of it, but chink a- chink in one's armor. The idiom chink in one's armor refers to area of vulnerability. Show, That's all it is. So is it pronounced? Actually, Look, they're showing Jeremy. It's exactly like Look, it is. Chink versus kink, grammarous. <laughs> My screen, Greg. Or you no? can use both. Yeah. But either I can't, way, I can't hear Greg. No, well, they should, they should be definitely be more um, careful the when they when they phrase things and stuff like that. Has a but to go names. absolutely bananas on some of these people, it's just you know if they, if they've apologized and all that kind of stuff, you know, come on, like come on, man, like the guy really meant to do that. I mean, give me a break. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you saying he didn't mean to do that? I'm just you know playing I don't, the other I don't side. Oh, the writer, I'm a. I, I would see on the on I'm on the other side. I usually just assume they don't, you know. So I don't just, assume everybody's racist. Can I just say uh, hold on, Jin, hold on, Gio? Jin, Jin was right. See, we have to look it up. We have to be sure. You know, our listeners need to know. So chink versus kink, at least by this website, the grammarist that um chink does refer to an hour opening, which also can be used as the slang, right, for a Chinese person and kink has nothing to do with an opening. It has a, a flaw in a plan or a curl, but nothing about an opening in an armor. So it logically doesn't make sense. So Jin was right. It is chink. And I guess the reporter used that. And he's completely right saying it. But because he's Chinese, it obviously can get upset because that exactly. has that well, slang. If you think who's the more racist person, the person that automatically associated an Asian guy with the word chink or the guy right. by accident, I mean, well, you're assuming you do it by accident. You're assuming it was an accident, but let's just reverse it and put it into something that's more your context. Do blue lives really matter when black lives matter should be the more important topic? Well, people say it all the time, but I, I right, think well, both are true. Here's the thing: it's one thing is when people all say, lives matter. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, people get pissed off when you say that. But that's what exactly. They go to me that Black Lives Matter. I'm like, yes, I, I know that. Um, why would you assume that I don't think Black Lives Matter? I mean, I when I, you know what I tell people when they scream that in my face, I say, you know what, man, I've probably saved more Black Lives in my life than you have. Oh, let, let, let's get something kind of. I'm I'm gonna give you my viewpoint on this because um, it of it the whole entire like black lives matter and the whole entire like all lives matter so none of us here are racist so i know that we all support all lives matter but i remember losing a uh, instagram follower due to it because i hashtagged it like all lives matter because i wanted everybody to understand that care for everybody else as a human being sure. and uh-uh. the whole racist entire- Jim, you're such a racist hold on the whole entire statement there being away from the fact that there is institutionalized racism specifically against blacks so therefore we should be focusing on the whole entire black lives matter because that should bring about whether it be change or at least the first stages of talks about change and things like that necessarily the correct or the right thing but i do acknowledge it as a point that when we say all lives matter, we're understanding that as a whole, all lives do matter. Doesn't matter. We're saying yes, all the lives matter. As of right now, the Black Lives Matter is the movement that needs to at least be heard. It should be, you know, the, the most important thing. But at the same time, it it's like how do I find or how do we establish? Yes, all lives matter. Yes. Black lives matter, blue lives matter, yellow lives matter. How do we establish it as a whole so that everybody page with it? Well, I mean, people just, first of all, I think people just need to straight up get over themselves. You know, everybody, you know, because <clears throat> that's what, you know, when I pull somebody over, you know, say at night, 
and they I walk up to the car and you know when, say it's like just for an example uh, a black woman I already walk up to the window and I'm just thinking back in my head crap because 99 out of times of 100 this woman's gonna give me attitude and she goes yes you know and you're like whoa hey what's going on I could not tell 99 times of 100 I can't even tell who's in the car you can't even tell if it's male or female. Never mind color or race or gender or anything. But why? Why? Because it's, dark. You? it's tinted windows, or you know, it's, you see the back of a head. You know, um, a lot of times you're you're you know you're looking at vehicles, you're looking at a lot of different things. You're not pulling of a car over unless it's like like for um, investigative purposes, like it was like a robbery or something like that. And now you're looking for somebody specific. But if you're like for looking for traffic, you know, violation. You're looking at the car. You're not looking at the person. If they go through a red light, I'm not like unless hey, person went through a red light. Shitty cop. Unless if you're a shitty cop, that was more abusive of your powers, which certainly there are. I'm sure you would acknowledge that. But it's very rare. It's very rare. And it's like I said, when I walk up to the car, and it's like most of the time, it's just unnecessary. You know, like I said, and it's usually, and I, and a lot of times these these encounters go bad because these people, um, and I'm, these people. Whoever it is, at the time, oh, man. who who have an attitude, and I, I've had from every single color, race, gender, everything have all given me attitude. Um, you know, because Asian, yeah, I've had oh yeah, I've had Asian guys. You know, I, I've had people go, you know, like oh you pulled me because I'm Asian. I'm like that's not even a thing. Wait, wait, do the accent, do the accent, though, bro. Like who, who, like what? Like, come on, bro. Like, stop. Like, no. I, I've never used that, but I should. Yeah. Well, I, and we, here's the thing. You know what's funny is I'm more apt when somebody does that to give them a ticket because now I'm, I'm just in case there's a complaint, I want to make sure I have it, you know. By the books. Yeah. Like, okay. Hey, this is, that's where you want to bring it because I very rarely give out tickets. Very rarely. I'm usually looking for drugs and bad guys and all kinds of stuff. So when you start giving me an attitude and start bringing race or something like that, or, you know, like calling me names or something like that, I'm like, okay, well, this might turn into a complaint. So here you go. There's no need to badmouth you being a cop at all. I mean, I'm a little pansy when I get pulled over. I'm like, Oh God, Oh yeah. God, what did I do wrong? Cause I'm sure if you really look, I probably did something wrong. Like my, my turn signal is probably out or like something is not in direct violation or it is in direct violation because my car might not be like up to like uh, emission standards or something, something so dumb, you know, or I might've been going over five miles an hour, but, but I hate getting pulled over. Not because racistly, uh, racistly, is that a word? <laughs> Being racist and trying to profile me, but I just, okay. And I'm beyond nice to the police officers, which nine times out of 10 are actually white. Um, out of shape and <laughs> yeah, well, and that's uh, yeah, that's another that's another time. I, I got over years. Well, I can't read over in probably like three to five years. Oh, it's amazing when you don't break the law. Hey, look at that! Uh, and know. then when you do break the law, you start resisting. Yeah. And or yeah. or, yeah. or no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, listen. Say that there are other perspectives that we can't we're gonna assume that we're on the other side and this is our stance on it from the other side. So I can't assume what you go through as a cop, mm -hmm. you know, perception, right? And you can't assume what I go through as an Asian American. Growing up, I was kind of bullied and made fun of and everything like that. I think times have changed now. You know, I think as like my son who's already, uh, he's six, probably more mixed or minorities than there are white people. So oh, yeah, well, it, it's funny. I love when people call me racist because I'm like, I didn't really hang out with that many white people in high school. I really didn't. I, you know, I hang out with Hispanic. Asian. Greg, Greg was a Uyghur. Yeah, I mean, W. Yeah, I know mostly black people and Hispanic people and a couple Asians. I was, you know, Greg, I had a Greg and I. Fun fact: <laughs> is the break dance. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. snap. Look, There's if you're watching the video somewhere. on YouTube, you'd see this move right here. I got it down. Da, da, da. Comments here. Let's catch up on the chat. 
Um, we got somebody talking about you can't have without segregation. My dog wants to be in this podcast. And then talking about how, um, I guess, cultural appropriation where, you know, only a certain group of people can wear dreads, right? Because, um, like, even even what was that? The, the Moana tattoos, right? Like a Samoan. They're not allowed to have those tattoos unless you are because it's – well. I don't know. That's a that's another topic for a different yeah, day, probably. Yeah. If you're being respectful of someone's religion or culture, that's different. Dreadlocks is a hairstyle. I'm sorry, sorry, you can't get me on that one. Yeah. I, if you're wearing a burqa or something like that, or you know, like you have a like a dot. Like you're not allowed to get this haircut. That's true. Yeah. Um, that like if you like it, I don't know. Going out of your way to be disrespectful to somebody, that's that's not okay. But. To, to have somebody have dreadlocks or something like that, I hate to tell you, man, I guarantee you the cavemen had freaking dreadlocks. And it wasn't only only freaking one color, you know, because they didn't wash their hair. And it's, you know what I mean? So um, don't get me on with, with haircuts and stuff. It's, but, it's, but it's funny is because people who are, they're so, they say they're so tolerant of everybody, but usually those, those quote unquote tolerant people are the ones who usually go after people and scream at them about, about whatever it is, I don't care. Like I literally, I can't hear you. I said I'm pretty tolerant of. Oh yeah, but, yeah, but you're not like one of those people. Like, well, see, I can tell you one thing. Orlando is very, uh, very liberal, and um, there's actually a huge like uh, gay population here, and people like will get. Yeah. Oh, hold on, I should move there. Here come all the input, input the, input the gay joke. Here's the gay jokes. Um, Jin's gonna move there. But people get angry and just snarling at people if god forbid if they're wearing a trump shirt or something like that you know forget it but even if you're just like you know um some people who are super religious and they're not they're not uh for gay marriage um is that right i don't think so but that's their right to to think how they want um as long as they're not infringing somebody else but hurting, oh my god hurting somebody Oh, yeah, it's a very touchy subject right now because of the way that our parents grew up in their generation. If mm-hmm. they're going to church, they were taught that being gay is completely wrong. Jen, but- it's okay to be. <laughs> Wait, is it really? No, but like in, in our society now, being gay is not a big deal. You have oh. those two generations kind of like come in and there's conflict. You know, it, it's it, it, I could see where there are moral arguments and and there should be. I mean, you know, I will gladly talk to like some of these people. I will gladly have a like calm conversation with people. But when they start like screaming at me, you know, something like that. Um, and I was like, well, time out. I'm for gay marriage. Like I am a, like the most unracist person. But I have I let you should have said it like Trump. <laughs> I am the most unracist person you've oh, interviewed today. <laughs> How many black friends do you have, Greg? Tell us. Tell us right now. <laughs> I have no, seven black friends. No. What's the old What's the old phrase? If you can count how many black friends you, <laughs> you know, you have how many black friends. But um, yeah, I have no idea. I don't see. But I don't. I don't That's think like. I I I genuinely have to go. Uh, because I don't think like I don't make friends with people because their race or gender or whatever. You know, like like we had a we had a, a New Year's party here. We had uh, different races. We had uh, people who are gay. We had, you know, all different age groups. It's just like, just be around good people. And why just, that's what I don't understand when people get so, so messed up. It's like, just be around good people. I don't care if, you know, just enough. Stop screaming at me. Stop telling me I'm racist or whatever, or Black Lives Matter or Asian Lives Matter. Just everybody shut up and just get along. Uh, hey, listen, it's That's a lot easier happen. said than done. It, and yeah. it's, it's you know, the core of what, what I want, I think, is for um, – I think I've talked about it in the podcast before. Mm-hmm. But, like, what I want to do in 2018 is really focus on kindness, right, and focus on, like, and mm-hmm. in terms of just overall nicer and kinder to everybody that you come across. Mm-hmm. But we all know that the reality of it is when you become so passionate about something or a certain – or something, and then you see opposition to it. See where that might brew into some type of strong feelings, 
Oh yeah, and that's fine. As long as we have a calm conversation about it. I don't have a. You can have a different view than I than I have, or an even different opinion. And I'm I'm not going to try and change your opinion. I might show you a different like you know way, just like you know, like I said, with presidential stuff, or just like when people go, "Oh, Obama's the best president ever," and I'd be like, eh, "Well, here's my side. Here's what here's what happened to me." Okay, <laughs> you take what you know, like. When he was trying to take all the the federal funding away from all the um, the police equipment because of the the riots and stuff like that, and like so because people thought the when they were throwing Molotov cocktails at the cops, they're protecting themselves, but they look scary. So let's take all their equipment away. It's like no, 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 no. Why don't you go after the people who are really doing the you know condemn the people who are doing something bad? You know what I mean? So. Um, but even that's uh, see, I, I, I'm with you on that too. And it's even that's <laughs> my last department. They they were upset with me for taking too long on calls, and that's what a lot of people understand. Like a lot of co- cops will cut them off because I I want to. I think I, I work for the people, you know, and I want to talk to people, and I want to, especially if they're having like a rough day or something like that. Because I, I always tell like like I was a field training officer, I train new recruits, and I always tell the recruits, you're talking to somebody on possibly the worst day of their life. So, you know, treat them like you are. Yes, this might be the third rape report you take that day, but <laughs> they got, person, yeah, exactly. The, this is the worst day of their life. So don't treat them like the third rape victim. Treat them like, like a, a person, you know? So, I mean. Boy, maybe we need all cops to be like you. Yeah. And I want to get pulled over by you because then I, I think I can get away with not getting a ticket. Man, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, usually uh, that's how it goes, you know. Just be nice and just. There's a, a question for you in the chat, Greg. You're a faulty product and you return it. Faulty cops. Hey. And they go through the system and most likely yeah. they'll get let go. It changes. So that's why all oh, this yeah. news goes on about. Bad cops. Hey, give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay. Serve the care, not the person occupying it. Thank you for your service, Craig. Whoever that Craig guy is, Craig. Make sure to thank him. I love you, Craig. You demand, Craig. You go. We lost him. Craig, are you still there? No, he he walked away. Oh man. You go. Wait, wait. Do you think he walked away because he's? No, he said something. He was like looking away and he was talking to somebody and then he left. Wait, wait. A little crime right now or something? Like, he's no. investigating? He's going to be off camera so he can be gay and racist. So, I got a. Here's something that's in the news. What do you think about Aziz Ansari? Oh, God. So, I, I glimpsed it and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't care. Listen, hold on. I like how you like to talk about like media. You like to talk about like social media media. Okay, what like, do you want to talk about? I talk about Trump. You want to change the topic? I want to talk about popular culture. You want to change the topic? No, 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 no. The no, only no, thing no. you want to talk about is cameras, yogas, and drones. What do you want to talk about? Yogas or drones? No. The thing is, I I'm telling you that I was like I saw this thing on Aziz. Oh my god! All right, so go ahead. Tell us about Aziz. Oh, the, the rape thing? Yeah, I always ask you, and then you never give an answer, and then you push it back. Greg, why don't you talk about what you think, or what, what's going on there? Well, see, from what the story that I heard was he brought some girl back to, if, if it's, we're talking about the same thing, we talked talk some girl back to his room. Um, they did some oral stuff together, and then he wanted to have sex and she didn't want to have sex. And then, you know, she said she felt uncomfortable and then she left. But then all of a sudden she said, well, she felt like he sexually assaulted her because she felt uncomfortable. It's like, um, yeah, it's like you went back to his place. I mean, maybe say no, you know, I mean, he brought out a condom. You you overpowering anybody. No. And, uh, no, 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 you no, got no, naked. You don't think he can wreck a girl, like if, if you I mean, to... it's possible, but he's small. 
doesn't but matter. Listen. It doesn't matter. She has a choice not to go back to his place. And yeah, but she, she wasn't. She wasn't being manhandled and carried over her shoulder but while she got knocked time, out. She, with she shouldn't feel like actually raped and like sexually so harassed. Just, yeah, but I, I think like she got naked. She gave him. Yeah, you know they did a lot of things. I think he even fingered her. Like, and you don't feel comfortable. Like, I, I don't know. I, what kind of? She says I was sending him signs, like my eyes, yeah. like. That's one thing. You think you're supposed to do. So you you you're on the girl's side here. You think that Aziz is a rapist. Is that that's what you're saying? Raped her and he made her feel uncomfortable. Because she all. reciprocated. She put stuff in her mouth. Well, think, I mean think <laughs> she went back to his place. Younger, what do you think was getting old times, you know? I can't say we've all been in that situation, but I guarantee you, what if we we've all, you know, been with women, you know, gin with we guys. All had- um but you know and we're like we we drive him home and everything everything's okay and all of a sudden she you drive him home and says i felt i felt uncomfortable and now you're like <laughs> oh okay i'm sorry you know hey can i take you out again or make you feel better is anything i can do and she's like no i felt uncomfortable she wants to do a police report you're like what no <laughs> like what are you That's talking about like, but you know it's like uh okay um, why didn't you say you felt i mean honestly like so what does that mean now you go on dates and it's like you go in for the kiss but you're like oh you know what like kiss you like i want to make sure you're comfortable in this situation before i do that what is the protocol for like advances yeah that is i think that needs to be addressed especially like in today's sensitive yeah i don't think so you're so manly Nowadays, with people dating, dating, and they are using <laughs> Tinder and they're chatting in the chat beforehand. So now, when you go on the date, it's like I have proof. Look, we chatted. This is what that bitch said. That's still not enough. I mean, I I've had that where you know guys will say, "Well, hey, listen," she said, you know, I I was like, dude, I don't care if she sent you three hundred news and said she wanted to do everything under the sun. If she said no, she said no. I don't care what happened before that. It, that that those text messages, yes, it shows a pattern of flirting, but that to me has nothing to do with an actual event. You have to be like, you know, I've talked to plenty of plenty of girls who said they're, you know, they were assaulted or raped or something like that, and I'm like, well, did you say no? Well, no. Okay, did you say get off me? Well, no, but. I mean, I, I didn't feel like I, I wanted it. I was like, okay, well, did you say anything to the guy? Because, like, you're about to ruin this guy's life. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. <laughs> you know, so, you know, if you're genuinely raped or something like that, then absolutely. But some of this, some of these people, I, I think they're only coming forward now because of it's – I think the only reason this girl said anything is because he's, he's famous. I don't think it was any one of us. He would, she would, yeah, right. If it was any one of us, it wouldn't. Yeah. Nobody well, she, she she came out because um, at the Glo- Golden Globe um, show, it was you know the Me Too movement. He had the Times Up pin. Mm-hmm. That's why she felt like you know, oh, you're trying to support this movement, but you're part of it, and that's why she said she felt she had to come out. Well, Another comment here: Women need to take responsibility for their actions. Well, yes, a little insensitive, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Sounds like also, it's coming from a Trump supporter. Yeah. No, but you know, there, you know, it doesn't. That doesn't mean that if you are wearing a skirt and going for a run at night, that that means okay. Okay, that's you know, I don't think that, but. You know, I agree. No, but you know what's funny is all these all these movie stars talking about this Me Too stuff, and I'm, and meanwhile, Harvey Weinstein. Hello, get a Harvey. You've got uh, uh, Roman Polanski admitted to raping a 13 year old girl, and they all stood up and clapped when he got his his award a few years ago. I mean, give me a break. And this that was he got the award after he admitted raping a 13 year old. So. I don't want to hear from any of them. I, I literally do not want to hear anything about Me Too and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to hear it, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it, we we're, have, we've had our discussion. victims out there, you know what I mean? And and they need help and not 
these people are just trying to whatever they're trying to get another movie because so they could look cool and be uh, me then, too like how do you differentiate the not for real ones right well usually you just got to talk to them and that's the thing you got to take case by case basis you know that's why you need investigator instead of just blowing it up in the media you go oh okay everybody slow down let's figure out what actually happened here you know because i mean like yeah. when i go to sexual assaults i i ask very specific questions i've been there where where they never even had their clothes off and this girl's screaming that he raped me and i'm like do you know what that word means like <laughs> like no and they're it like you're not gonna do anything i was like i'll take an information report but he didn't rape you you guys were like halfway across the room from each other i don't care what he looked at <laughs> you know what I mean? did you so, hear about the 11 year old that you know she wears a hijab you know the cloth on the head oh, yeah, fake story. it was a fake story she she said that trying to cut it off with scissors yeah. So she reported it, got all this coverage. Um, what was it, Canada? I'm not sure where it was, but it was Canada. Uh, investigated, and then a few days later, they found out it was fake. The girl yeah. was lying. I don't know if they, they let the it go. video of her talking about it. Yeah, I don't know if they let it go because she's a minor, but it was just like. You know, I think it's a little a bit. Happened. Maybe she's a minor. Yeah, but, but like, you know, it's like, why? Where story from? You know, like. Okay, so the cops go after this 11 year old girl for making up a story about a hijab. Can you imagine? There's, there's not a. Nobody's going to want to sign that report, you know, because they're going to be they're going to be crucified. So, no, you, you can't, you know. But I mean, but unfortunately, yeah. it detracts from the real victims out there. I mean, that stuff does happen. And and these people who make this stuff up and and make everybody look bad, it's just not good for anybody. I you know that's just my opinion because it, you know unfortunately yes racism exists but not to the don't go looking for it. Who's that? Hey, that's Greg. Say hi, Greg. Say hi, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter just got home, so. Probably should wrap it up soon. I know one thing too. I wanted to bring up too long, but all of us here we're all into fitness. Yep. So I thought we could talk a little bit about that. Sure. You know what's um, maybe what's your routine? I know you got the you're a cop. You know maybe you got that training. Yes. You got, got that train shirt on. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your routine? Well, um, I usually mix in. Um, you know, weights, plyos, do a lot of plyos and stuff like that. And I don't, I try not to have too much rest period in between. Um, obviously to keep my metabolism up, but also to keep my, um, you know, my, my cardio up because uh, I could tell you what, you know, when I looked the best and that when I also, I went to, when I went to SWAT tryouts and I did the obstacle course, I was smoked halfway through and I was like, Oh my God, I can't do it anymore. And they were like, yeah, all those big muscles really helped you, didn't they? And Right then and there, I changed my workouts up. I did a lot more, you know, functional, functional. I know exactly what you're saying. It's different kind of workout. It's like all these guys with big muscles getting tired. Yeah. It's it's different. And I, I mean, growing older too, it's getting a little bit harder. So I understand. It's not about how much weight you can lift now. It's about your your stamina and functional movements right. and stuff. Now, if you're doing a you know if you're doing a contest, or something like yeah, that. that was a very important snap. No, um, do you do yoga? <laughs> uh, I want to actually. I just started like a couple months ago, a little bit here and there. And my now ex girlfriend, she uh, kind of. I said I wanted to do it to stretch a little more because. Um, but what, what, what kind of yoga? I have no idea. She just showed me some moves, and we just kind of did it in the living room, you know. But um, right. I just needed to. I wanted my uh, mobility to be a little better than it was. So she's like, "Want yeah. to try yoga?" And I was like, "Let's do it." Um, I'll tell you what, it wasn't easy. You know, a lot of it's people, not. you know, people nah. like, oh, you know, it's not exercise. I'm like, I don't know, no. standing in one spot for a long time and holding it. Eh, you can definitely. Yeah, that, and it's, it's, it, it, that's the thing. It's not just holding it. It's not, wait, are we muting? Uh, no, not now. Oh. It's blinking. Uh, so it's not just holding it because 
in that stillness, but then when you really evaluate that stillness and what it means, and then you figure out the form of how to do it. So something as simple as like a downward dog, right? Think you just put your butt up in the air. But then when you realize what it really takes to do it and the whole entire purpose of that position and that pose, it becomes very difficult to the point where it's like, I can't even do it right. Right. All the all the poses that I thought was doing like I thought I was doing right, you know, something as simple as just doing like this, uh, like let's just say where one or two, and then you go to realize like, oh, you know what, you are not doing it to the best ability because your hips could be different, your alignment could be different, you could be taller, you could always be taller, you could always stretch more. You know, there's so many variables to it. So yeah, I I, do, I really do like yoga for what it could do for you both physically and mentally. Yeah. And um. But I'm, I don't know, I'm getting too old for weights now, man. I, I only work at like three days a week at best in terms of weights. Mm -hmm. My joints can't really handle it. I don't know, do you have any joint? Do you have any injuries? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got, uh, I have always had bad joints, shoulders and knees and all this stuff. My knees are my worst. It's, I don't, I definitely don't go heavy on legs anymore. Yeah. It, it doesn't help me. You know, it, you know, when I used to do all the heavy squats and the, the, the you know the the leg machine and all that kind of stuff the leg press it was more for my ego it really didn't help me to do anything um now ply like i do you know if i'll do box jumps and a lot of air squats and that kind of stuff and kettlebells that kind of stuff helps me way more than anything else you know just to get the lactic acid out um you know because i'll have to do like you know like i said when i was in swat what do you you gotta get the lactating out yeah lactating <laughs> You know, when they have to carry other guys and stuff like that, and um, yeah, that was the that was really what I use a lot of my legs for. And just uh -oh. wait, and, what's that? You're carrying guy like you're lifting. When you're <laughs> let's doing, let's not guy. go there. We're we're trying to like pry for like silly okay. jokes. <laughs> no, we, I'm having uh, more people come over, so we should probably start to. Is there anything else you wanted to say? We're probably going to end this now. Thanks for, for yeah. coming on and joining us, Greg. We'll yeah. have you back sometime soon. Can you give him a chance to talk to him? Okay, and that's it. <laughs> You're like, do you have anything else to say? So we're going to have you back soon. No, last word. We'll see, man. I might be up soon. So Coming Think back up. We'll see. Uh, I got some stuff in the works right now. and uh, That's the Donald Trump answer. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, well, I don't want see. I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched. But um, yeah, I might uh, I might be moving back. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, you're welcome here, man. I need PBA cards. Yeah, we like we like police here. Good. <laughs> no, but that'll be cool if you come back. Yeah, I'd love, yeah, I miss you guys. So yeah, we'll see. Good to cool. see you. Can't wait for you to come back. Thanks for your time and being Thanks on the show. Listening. Bye, everybody. Hey.